We're glad you've joined us on Songs of Praise, an hour of musical reflection to encourage your heart.
We hope you're enjoying Songs of Praise. Here's some more inspirational music.
When sorrow 
and discontentment I cast my every care on the Lord No matter what obsession pain or deep depression I'm standing on the solid rock I'm standing on the rock on the rock rock of ages safe from every storm every storm storm that that rages rich in love unrich but not from from Satan's wages I'm standing on the solid rock
he's gone now. I don't feel alone now. With comfort came the Spirit of the Lord. Now with his word to guide me, from temptations hide me. I'm standing on the solid rock. I'm standing on the rock, on the rock of ages, safe from every storm, every storm that rages. Rich in love, I'm rich, but not from Satan's wages. I'm standing on the solid rock. Now I'm pressing onward. Each step leads me homeward. I'm trusting in my Savior day by day. Close is our relation, firm is its foundation. So on this solid rock I'll stay. I'm standing on the rock, on the rock of ages. Safe from every storm, every storm that rages. Rich in love, I'm rich, but not from Satan's wages. I'm standing on the solid rock. Oh yes, I'm standing on the rock, on the rock of ages. Safe from every storm, every storm that rages. Rich in love, I'm rich, but not from Satan's Wages, I'm standing on the solid rock. I'm standing on the solid rock. Creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing, Alleluia, 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 Alleluia.
Songs of Praise continues with more inspirational music. From the glory of heaven he willingly came To sorrow and suffering, to seek and to save He bled and he died and he rose from the grave Now he's only a whisper away What a Savior, what a Savior What a Savior is Jesus my King What a Savior, what a Savior What a wonderful Savior is He For you and me What a Savior What a Savior What a Savior is Jesus my King What a Savior What a Savior What a wonderful Savior is He Friends all lay asleep. Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done, thy will be done in me. What a say. What a wonderful Savior is He. What a wonderful Savior is He. What a wonderful
Nothing like the peace that Jesus brings. There's nothing like the song that he gives to sing. I don't want to go back to the world. There's nothing in the world for me. He brought me out of the miry clay. Set my feet on a rock to stay. Placed his joy down in my soul. I can say heaven now is my goal. I don't want to go back to the world. There's nothing in the world for me I'm looking straight ahead and not looking behind Don't want to go back to where I used to be There's nothing like the peace that Jesus brings There's nothing like the song that he gives to sing I don't want to go back to the world There's nothing in the world for me He's building me a home way beyond the blue I'm just a stranger here passing through I've come too far to turn back now I'm going to heaven and I'll tell you how I don't want to go back to the world There's nothing in the world for me I'm looking straight ahead and not looking behind Don't want to go back to where I used to be There's nothing like the peace that Jesus brings There's nothing like the song that he gives to sing I don't want to go back to the world There's nothing in the world for me I don't want to go back I don't want to go back I don't want to go back Rest in thee, Jesus. 
Trusting, keep me till my journey's ended. ended. Keep me till thy blessed face I see. Hide me, old as rock of ages. Hide me till thy blessed face I see. In glory, when the storm around me rages, blessed rock of ages, hide thou me. The storm clouds gather, the storm clouds gather, keep me till the sun comes shining through, shining through the shadows, keep me till my work is over, is over, keep me till I bid this world adieu. I me, oh blessed rock of ages, hide me till thy blessed face I see in glory when the storm around me rages rages blessed rock of ages tie down me when my journey is completed completed savior and there's no more work to do Blessed Savior, guide my weary spirit, spirit to that happy land beyond the blue. Hide me, O blessed rock of ages, hide me till thy blessed face I see in glory when the storm around me rages. Blessed rock of ages, hide thou me. You're listening to Songs of Praise. It's our desire to encourage and uplift your thoughts to our loving Creator God. So many souls have tested Him throughout the course of time. So many still reach out to Him with broken hearts and minds. And every one of them will say without exception that
Even in the days of old, he brought his people through. And then he came to show his love and die for me and you. And then he rose again to prove that every story had been true. That Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. You might as well get thee behind me, Satan. You cannot prevail because Jesus never fails. Sometimes this world brings trouble I find so hard to bear. I know I could not make it without Jesus being there. It's so encouraging to know, however deep we're in despair, that Jesus never fails. So what could I do to prove to you? Tell me how can you deny Untold facts, no mysteries, it's all so cut and dry. And on the witness stand of your life, I'll be the first to testify that Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Jesus never
rejoice, all peoples of the earth. The word of God dispels our night. He fills our minds with truth and mirth. His gospel brings us into light. All peoples of the earth rejoice that God, whose word sets all men free, has willed that all who heed his voice shall dwell in perfect liberty. The entrance of thy word brings light, O God, our Father, Christ, our King. We wait thy kingdom splendor bright, as loud our alleluia's ring, as loud our alleluia's ring.
Join us again next time on Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio, to enjoy more uplifting music. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Continuing chapter 14. Those who are suffering reverses are represented by the bush that Moses saw in the desert, which, though burning, was not consumed. The angel of the Lord was in the midst of the bush. So in deprivation and affliction, the brightness of the presence of the unseen is with us to comfort and sustain. Often prayer is solicited for those who are suffering from illness or adversity. But our prayers are most needed by the men entrusted with prosperity and influence. In the valley of humiliation where men feel their need and depend on God to guide their steps, there is comparative safety. But the men who stand, as it were, on a lofty pinnacle and who, because of their position, are supposed to possess great wisdom, these are in greatest peril. Unless such men make God their dependence, they will surely fall. The Bible condemns no man for being rich, if he has acquired his riches honestly. Not money, but the love of money, is the root of all evil. It is God who gives men power to get wealth, and in the hands of him who acts as God's steward, using his means unselfishly, wealth is a blessing both to its possessor and to the world. But many absorbed in their interest in worldly treasures become insensible to the claims of God and the needs of their fellow men. They regard their wealth as a means of glorifying themselves. They add house to house and land to land. They fill their homes with luxuries, while all about them are human beings in misery and crime in disease and death. Those who thus give their lives to self-serving are developing in themselves not the attributes of God, but the attributes of the wicked one. These men are in need of the gospel. They need to have their eyes turned from the vanity of material things to behold the preciousness of the enduring riches. They need to learn the joy of giving the blessedness of being co-workers with God. The Lord bids us, charge them that are rich in the world, that they trust not in uncertain riches, but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. 
And they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. 1 Timothy 6, 17 and 19. It is by no casual, accidental touch that wealthy, world-loving, world-worshipping souls can be drawn to Christ. These persons are often the most difficult of access. Personal effort must be put forward for them by men and women imbued with the missionary spirit, those who will not fail or be discouraged. Some are especially fitted to work with the higher classes. These should seek wisdom from God to know how to reach these persons, to have not merely a casual acquaintance with them, but by personal effort and living faith to awaken them to the needs of the soul and to lead them to a knowledge of the truth as it is in Jesus. Many suppose that in order to reach the higher classes, a manner of life, a method of work must be adopted that will be suited to their fastidious tastes, an appearance of wealth, costly edifices, expensive dress, equipage and surroundings, conformity to worldly customs, the artificial polish of fashionable society, classical culture, the graces of oratory, are thought to be essential. This is an error. The way of the worldly policy is not God's way of reaching the higher classes. That which will reach them effectively is a consistent, unselfish presentation of the gospel of Christ. The experience of the Apostle Paul in meeting the philosophers of Athens has a lesson for us. In presenting the gospel before the court of Areopagus, Paul met logic with logic, science with science, philosophy with philosophy. The wisest of his hearers were astonished and silenced. His words could not be controverted, but the effort bore little fruit. Few were led to accept the gospel, Henceforth, Paul adopted a different manner of labour. He avoided elaborate arguments and discussion of theories, and in simplicity pointed men and women to Christ as the Saviour of sinners. Writing to the Corinthians of his work among them, he said, I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. 1 Corinthians 2, 1-5 Again in his letter to the Romans, Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Romans 1, verse 16 Let those who work for the higher classes 
bear themselves with true dignity, remembering that angels are their companions. Let them keep the treasure house of mind and heart filled with, it is written. Hang in memory's hall the precious words of Christ. They are to be valued far above gold or silver. Christ has said that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. In the work for this class, many discouragements will be presented. Many heart-sickening revelations will be made. But all things are possible with God. He can and will work through human agencies upon the minds of men whose lives have been devoted to getting money. In Psalm 145, verses 18 and 19, The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desires of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. There are miracles to be wrought in genuine conversion, miracles that are not now discerned. The greatest men of the earth are not beyond the power of a wonder-working God. If those who are workers together with him will do their duty bravely and faithfully, God will convert men who occupy responsible places, men of intellect and influence. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, many will be led to accept the divine principles. When it is made plain that the Lord expects them as his representatives to relieve suffering humanity, many will respond and will give of their means and their sympathies for the benefits of the poor. As their minds are thus drawn away from their own selfish interests, many will surrender themselves to Christ. With their talents of influence and means, they will gladly unite in the work of beneficence with the humble missionary who was God's agent in their conversion. By a right use of their earthly treasures, they will lay up for themselves a treasure in the heavens that faileth not where no thief approacheth, where no moth corrupteth. When converted to Christ, many will become agencies in the hand of God to work for others of their own class. They will feel that a dispensation of the gospel is committed to them for those who have made this world their all. Time and money will be consecrated to God. Talent and influence will be devoted to the work of winning souls to Christ. Only eternity will reveal what has been accomplished by this kind of ministry. How many souls, sick with doubt and tired of worldliness and unrest, have been brought to the great Restorer, who longs to save to the uttermost all that come unto Him. Christ is a risen Saviour, and there is healing in his wings. End of chapter 14. Chapter 15, The Care of the Sick. In the Sick Room. Those who minister to the sick should understand the importance of careful attention to the laws of health. Nowhere is obedience to these laws more important than in the sick room. 
Nowhere does so much depend upon faithfulness in little things on the part of the attendants. In cases of serious illness, a little neglect, a slight inattention to the patient's special needs or dangers, the manifestation of fear, excitement or petulance, even a lack of sympathy may turn the scale that is balancing life and death and cause to go down to the grave a patient who otherwise might have recovered. The efficiency of the nurse depends to a great degree upon physical vigour. The better the health, the better the nurse will be able to endure the strain of attendance upon the sick and the more successfully they can perform their duties. Those who care for the sick should give special attention to diet, cleanliness, fresh air and exercise. Like carefulness on the part of the family will enable them also to endure the extra burdens brought upon them and will help to prevent them from contracting disease. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing, here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. Let's listen to William Ackland as he shares a psalm from his paraphrase of the Bible called The Gift. Psalm 147 This is a psalm praising God for His Word and His providence. Hallelujah! It is a good thing for us to sing praises to our God. It is delightful and a beautiful thing to do. The Lord enlarges Jerusalem. He brings back the captives of Israel. He heals the soul of the sorrowful and mends their broken hearts. He knows how many stars there are and has a name for each one of them. He is our great God, absolute in His power, and He understands all there is to know. The Lord clasps the hand of the downcast and lifts them up, but the wicked He humbles for their wickedness. Show how thankful you are to God as you sing His praises. Sing to Him accompanied by the harp. The Lord decorates the sky with clouds. He prepares the rain to water the earth and makes the grass a mantle for the mountains. He provides food for the wild animals and the raven chicks when they squawk in their hunger. The strength of the horse does not impress him. He is not awed because a man can run fast. Rather, the Lord finds pleasure in those who reverence him, in those who look to him as the great provider. Praise the Lord Jerusalem, his city. Praise the God of Jacob, O Zion. For he has made your gates impregnable and has blessed your children as they play in the streets. He gives peace within your walls and fills your stores with the best wheat of the land. His commands reverberate around the world. He spreads his word in a moment. He scatters snow on the mountains like pure wool. He spreads the frost over the land like ashes thrown out. He blasts the earth with his hail. Who can withstand the freezing north wind? 
He issues a command and melts the ice. He sends a strong wind and the snow becomes water. He proclaims his word to Israel and his statutes to the children of Jacob. He does not deal with other nations as he deals with us, for they have not known his laws. Hallelujah. 